Hi, this is Bill Smith from Trek Geeks, and you're listening to Five Year Mission, the podcast. I don't know why, but you are. So there's that. Coconut. Five Year Mission, the podcast, episode 26. This episode of Five Year Mission, the podcast, is brought to you by Fansets, your home for all things pop culture pin related. Head over to fansets.com and see all that they have to offer. And also stay tuned at the end of the episode for a very special offer from us here at Five Year Mission. By now you've figured out that this is the Five Year Mission podcast. Speaking of train wrecks, welcome to another episode of Five Year Mission, the podcast starring <laughs> Five Year Mission, <laughs> the only podcast hosted by a band called Five Year Mission that plays songs about Star Trek. Uh, I'm Andy Fark. Uh, we got three other members of Five Year Mission with us tonight. Not just one other, not just two other, but three other. Uh, we got Mike Rittenhouse. He's up there on the left hand corner, Brady Bunch style. No one can see him. We got Chris Spurgeon down, down, down in my right corner. I'm up and, in the upper left or upper right on mine. Well, see, we're You're all making different. Things really confusing here. I'm sorry. Well, just remember, <laughs> you are where you are. We're all where we are. That's true. It's very Let's keep it that way. And last, but of course least, my bottom <laughs> left hand corner, Noah Butler, who needs a haircut about as bad as I do right now. Damn, that is some hair yeah. you got, sir. Is there? Whew. It's growing. Man, what are the what do your students think of that hair right now? They're 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 used to it. They haven't seen anything different. It's only gone from like shaggy to more shaggy. <laughs> shaggy to like if like David Spade developed like a heroin habit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, so I was I was at a get this I was at a I was at a rural king down in the country whoa a what checking out at the counter sort, sort of like a like a country even more country walmart yeah okay. yeah but it's a king it's the real, real king yeah and uh, as i was checking out the girl goes you know what this is exactly how she talked to me <laughs> you know what you look like david spade <laughs> <laughs> and i thought i thought how the hell do you know who david spade is <laughs> What is this, 1995? Y'all don't get started out live in the city? What are you talking about? You don't know who David Spade is? They, they might just be getting uh, the reruns now. <laughs> they're ju they're, they're the just country. now getting like uh, the uh, bye bye sketch down there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of the silliness. We got serious business to get down here tonight with this episode. We do. Uh, Tonight, we are playing fantasy Star Trek. Uh, we figure it is almost the end of regular football season. Everyone's playing fantasy. Why can't, why can't we play fantasy? That's how we did this? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. That's, that's why I, I came up with this idea. Oh, I don't play fantasy football. So I, I used to, but hey, you know, we're talk, we talk Star Trek on here. So I figure we could do fantasy Star Trek, and we're going to build our own bridge crew here and see who is the best bridge crew in the end. So do we win something if our crew wins? Uh, you win a giant lack of my admiration. I already have that. That's true. <laughs> how, how do you win? How would you? How would you win? We could have listen, listeners vote later. 
Oh, okay. At the end of the season, if our if our crew wins, oh, okay. We we pick the right ones. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Total sense. So we're gonna go into specific little order here, and um, we're gonna start off by uh, drafting our doctor. So, uh, Mike, who do you got uh, under under your doctor category there? So for the doctor, my choice is the doctor. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. Robert Picardo from Voyager. You had, you had the doctor written all over your face. Yeah. Not literally. <laughs> I mean, there's, 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 there's some kind of smudge on your face, but it definitely does not say doctor. <laughs> uh, I almost went with Bashir because, you know, he's pretty awesome. But, I mean, if I'm assembling. Past season two. Yeah, yeah. No, no one wants season one Bashir. <laughs> no he was creep but you know if, if i'm you know he, he is all like enhanced and everything but if i'm assembling like the ultimate crew i have to go with the ultimate doctor and there's no better doctor than the doctor why because he can do anything he's a hologram but what he, if what if someone turns him off <laughs> what well, if there's power fluctuations what do you do oh then he then he's screwed he says <laughs> Okay, then strong choice. Turn turn him off and turn him back on. Yeah. (laughs) If the IT crowd taught us anything, that's immediately what you do. Mm. Yeah. Before you even ask a question. Yeah. If your if your doctor, whoever you pick, gets sick, my doctor, you just turn him off and back on, and he's fine. He reboots. What if he? What if the doctor gets a virus, like a computer virus? Obviously, you haven't watched season two of Voyager. I've seen all of Voyager. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure if that's really anything to brag about, Chris. I liked Voyager. I know. I think I, th- I think I think I'm the outlier, and of course, Noah's ne- ne- never going to watch Voyager. So Noah doesn't know what Voyager is. <laughs> that, that, that was one of them space shuttles, right? Is that that show about all them women in prison? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. Caged Heat. Uh, I like that one. All right. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Who do, who do you have for your doctor? Uh, so for my doctor, I went with Phlox. Of course, yeah. Because, well, I mean, you know, you love John Billingsley, obviously. Uh, well, yeah, we do love Billingsley. But also, he just, he's hes very unconventional. You know, he's got all the, the creatures in his, in his, in his uh, lab, I guess, or whatever you call it, his office. And uh, he's really inventive. He's had a lot of experience over across a lot of different species. So he's just, you know, he's, he's got the knowledge, the personality. Um, you know, he gets a little crazy sometimes, but I like flocks. Yeah, that was that was always always my thing with Flocks is that like uh, like when when Bashir first comes aboard like Deep Space Nine, he's always talking about you know I wanted to come out here and prove myself and practice like basically frontier medicine. Yeah, Flocks Flocks was like the innovator on that. He had to just like yeah, right. going by on a wing and a prayer. Someone gets sick. He was like, what if I squeeze some juice from this random <laughs> yeah. animal over here and mix it with exactly. some space dust? Exactly. Maybe he's, maybe it's a COVID vaccine. You know, he's. <laughs> the exactly an innovator he's like a, the true essence of what a doctor should be in space because you never know what you're going to come across and when he comes across something he figures it out now you could argue that uh bones was much the same way because mm-hmm. 
whenever the the enterprise crew would come across some weird ailment or whatever, you know, bones would dig it, you know, in uh, Omega glory, he had to figure that out. All he had to, you know, all he had to work with was whatever he had in that little lab on the planet. So, yeah. you know, bones is a good secondary choice, but I love flocks. So I got to go, go with him first. Agreed. It's, speaking of bones, that's who I chose to I chose for my doctor. Oh, well, I'm I'm I chose bones mainly because, uh, I, as far as his bedside manner goes, it could be a little bit better, but I also kind of, kind of want a doctor to where like, if I'm hesitant about like getting like a, a, like a procedure done or something, I want somebody to be there. That's just like, don't be a dumbass. Just do it. <laughs> I want a doctor that I can, once we're all wrapped up and the nerves have settled, we can just go grab a drink. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And uh, oh boy, hey Noah, yeah, who, who, do, who do you got for your doctor? Um, who no. doctor? I'm Noah gonna chose need... Doctor Who, <laughs> never, never. Noah um, chose the 11th doctor, <laughs> Matt Smith. I need some clear, I need some clarification first okay. on this. So, like, what do you mean by doctor? when I'm picking this, like what exactly? A medical professional. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, then not, not I guess Dr. Octopus. I would probably go with uh, the 2-1-B medical droid. Um, I mean, he helped Luke when he was attacked by the Wampa and almost froze. He, uh, he had reattached his hand. Um, so, I mean... I mean, I know there are problems with robots and, and, and droids, you know, oh, much like the, I don't trust the holograms. My, but, my choice is basically um, a robot. Yeah. True. An artificial I just intelligence. Think, I just an, think, an AI, yeah. yeah. I just think 2-1-B is a little more reliable. You know, he's just a little, he's a little more solid. No, he doesn't, he doesn't really stand up. I don't think it's as complicated, he, you know, but I think he, he gets really the job done. He doesn't stand up to a heavy blaster or a lightsaber, so no. I don't know if I, you know. Of course, none of these doctors really would, uh, except for the doctors. So there's a point for you, Mike. Yeah. Or whatever that thing was in Jabba's palace that ripped him apart. The Rancor? Yeah, remember the Rancor? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you need to watch Return of the Jedi again. so. Really? Wow. Mm. So what's his name? B12? 2-1-B. 2-1-B. 2-1B, okay. Yeah. You're writing all these down, right, Andy? Oh, abs- absolutely. Yeah. You're gonna post you're gonna post this up on the website, right? Sure. <laughs> I got mine written down, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guys I I've I have my list written down too. I think we all do. I got mine, I got mine written down yeah. too. No one's got two sheets of paper. I have a Holy note card. <laughs> this is my list. Well, he has talking points. <laughs> oh, okay. Mike has it on his phone because he's technological. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on from two one B, we'll go to uh our number two, not one B. Um hmm. we'll go, go on to uh engineer who's who's going to be fixing this ship when things get blasted when uh when boards start exploding randomly in, in like helmsman fa- helmsman's faces uh mike who do you got Mark? 
Who do you got fixing fixing the ship? I'm going with O'Brien. The most important person in Starfleet history? (laughs) There's a statue built to him and everything. Absolutely. True. Where would we be without Miles O'Brien? And also the Boimler effect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I know, seriously. That is a great choice. I can't argue with that. I mean, he was on he was on two shows, so you know, and he and he went basically from like, uh, like a transport technician, yeah, to chief. To, well, he was he was never officially chief engineer, though, was he? Uh, they called him chief, didn't they? Yeah, I they think call, so. They, they called him Chief O'Brien. But I think that was just for, just as like his like military so rank. Just like an honorary. I don't know. He was, but... he was part Native American, I think. Hide. <laughs> no, uh, no, buddy. <laughs> buddy, we're gonna we're gonna have to have if a talk I, with your if mom. I can get Mike to put his hand over his face, and I've done my job. <laughs> Jesus. Now I'm now I'm gonna gonna look up whether or not. Uh, whether he's Native American, look it up. Hakuchi <laughs> Moya. No, that's, uh, oh, what was his name? Chakotay. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. That's who you're thinking uh, of. Yeah. So wasn't it that O'Brien, he wasn't even necessarily, like he wasn't a lieutenant commander or anything like that because he was just a crewman. Okay, so he was uh, he was he he served as chief of chief of operations on DS Nine because I guess he couldn't be chief engineer because it wasn't a starship. Mm-hmm. But then he went on to uh, to be the chief engineer of the of the Defiance. Ah, there you go. Okay, question answered. Thank you, thank you, Google. <laughs> Yay, Google! Yay, Google! Next. <laughs> Uh, Chris, we're going to move on to you because I know we're going to have the, the, the exact same answer because we have discussed yeah. this with the person in oh, the role. Yeah. We discussed right. this directly with the actor that, that played, played the role. You're right. So um, I'm sticking, I'm staying with Enterprise, surprisingly, and I'm going with Trip. Yeah, I knew that you were right going to pick that, Andy. Yeah. Yep. Tri- Trip is the, is the space cowboy in, in engine <laughs> literally. <laughs> He really is. And uh, I just... Everybody called him a space cowboy, not just some. Yeah, he was great, man. I mean, he was... He could fix anything. um, And you might argue that any Star Trek engineer could fix anything. But you have to consider that he was on the first Enterprise. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just really flying by the seat of his pants a lot of times. And just pacing things together with Band-Aids. And so he just was, you know, I mean, he just knew what he was doing and he was great. And he had a, you know, he was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got to go with trip. Yeah. Uh, like I, like I said, old, I, old I knew man you'd Tucker. pick that. Yeah. I knew you'd pick that. I mean, the, the, the only man that got, that, that got pregnant into, into, in Starfleet history as well, I believe. Well, we don't talk about that from sticking a stick in his hands in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, when we were at, in Star Trek at Star Trek Las Vegas one year, uh, Chris and I went up to uh, why is his name escaping me all of a sudden? Connor right Trenier. Now? Connor mm-hmm. Trenier. We saw Connor at his booth, and Chris and I just walked up to him and be like, "Man, we just got to tell you something." Andy and I have been talking. We were, you know, we both agree you are our favorite engineer in all of the Star Trek franchises. He was like, "What?" 
oh thank you very much and he was just gracious as could be and he just he was just like why me <laughs> it's like because you were an innovator you were like basically you would have been the dude in like like uh cooter's garage fixing the general lee basically <laughs> that is he a was weird just, uh that's a weird I reference. went with it because because <laughs> tripped because trip was also very southern yeah that's true so i, I that's that, that's where i had to go with that one <laughs> all right you just but like was, him because you know that roxanne dawson isn't gonna hang out like that's true late at night in a bar with you in vegas that's true and she did not. She's not as cool as Trip. That that was Esri Dax that hung out hung out with us at a bar late at night in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> so yeah, definitely went to with Trip. Another reason was just because he was like not afraid to get his hands dirty and like go go on away missions, and he could still kick some ass, but also come back and you know recouple some coils. Trip. 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 All right, <sighs> Noah. Uh, you're so far you're 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 like oh for one before i he's gonna I, say chewbacca just watch before i decide <laughs> on first this, officer. um i do could you can you explain just a little bit of like what <laughs> like what is an engineer like what does well, an it depends do? on your definition like the way we're doing it on here uh, it's someone who like fixes the ship will fix, you know, like, uh, the computer systems on the ship. Uh, also runs the engine. Be, yeah. Runs the engine, but also, uh, we could also go, go back to like shining time station. And if you want to go with that engineer route and you can go like Ringo Starr or George Carlin, one of those two, those well, they know, were the guy, also engineers. The, the person that drives the train high on cocaine. If there is a train that is an engineer. Oh, Thomas kind of drove. He, he drove was his own the train, train, right? There was really? Thomas was the train. Yeah. He was a train. tank engine. Did he need? Did he have an engineer? Uh, did he no, need an I engineer? don't think so. Um, but that's not the kind of engineer we're talking about, right? Face on the front, just like slapped on the front of him, and that made him able like to Mike. drive his own self. Yeah, he was very much like Mike. All right. Well, I would. I mean, if if we're going with somebody who who knows how to fix things, who's really uh, technical and, and has a lot of skills and, and, you know, building and, and technology and that sort of thing. I think, um, I would probably go with Donatello. Um, he was by far, I think the most technically advanced of all the turtles. Um, you know, I think he, he even built that robot that looked like a turtle. I think its name was metalhead. He built, yes. built that thing. And I think, I mean, that went, that went wrong. That, that kind of turned bad. I think that went sideways long. for sure. But, uh, but man, I mean, that guy, you see what he did to the turtle van? I mean, that was just a regular van. Pretty badass. I mean, that, 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 18 to shame, really. That's what I was about to say. I was going to compare those two. Yeah. 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 So it goes that's, to show that's, what you yeah. can do with a, just putting shells on your van. Yeah. Makes all the shell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. They're there to protect the turtle. Why would they not protect the van? I can't fault you for that <laughs> choice. I would like to be able to, but I can't. All right. I would have Donatello as my engineer any day. Excellent choice, Noah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Fark's face is as red as the red on his headphones. 
<laughs> it <laughs> protect the turtle. Why wouldn't it protect the van? <laughs> oh, I got tears in my eyes from that one. Good job, Butler. And also, <laughs> I hate you at the same time. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of things you got to drive around, uh, who is driving this ship? Who is going to be your helmsman, your pilot? Um, I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> Noah, who's who's driving this thing? Uh, well, are you going to Noah first this time? Yeah, I yeah, I figure I might as well get it out of the way. <laughs> I don't know. I think you can save it for last. Decision. You don't want to save the best for last. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh boy! I mean, we can. Yeah, we, 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 not going to be. We have to. We, we have to let, let him go first at least once to make make him feel special. Usually, um, Jesus is my co-pilot. <laughs> <laughs> so that would make you the pilot. You oh. let Jesus take the wheel? Yeah, I mean, Is that what you're saying? Only when he's been drinking. <laughs> so always. No, um, I, I'm, that's that's clearly that's clearly a joke that's how you, answer. That's how you're and I'm, up I'm, tickets. Not, I'm not trying to offend Jesus or anybody else. Don't offend Jesus. Um, but I need before I can answer that. I mean, I have some. I have notes here I've written Bible down, verses? but I need to make sure. <laughs> I fully understand. What what do you mean by helmsman? Didn't I explain it in the lead up to this? Okay. I, I, I know you weren't. You know um, how the stormtroopers wear those helmets? They are all helmsmen. Because yes. well, it's like a helm. So it's just well, technically those were helmet. helmets. Or you know in you know in uh, Lord of the Rings when they battle at Helm's Deep. Those are all helmsmen yes. that are guarding it. Hey, there were some ladies fighting in there. Well, yeah, okay. So there were also Helms women. Well, I, pardon me for your... And um, then there's also the mayonnaise Helms. Helms. So who's who's your Helms? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that is a... It's, it's basically like... Uh, it was like a dressing. Sulu or a Chekhov, like who was piloting <clears throat> the ship? Who are you, who, who are you getting okay. to, to fly you around? Um, come back to me. I need to, I need All to right. think about uh, this one. Mike, who... Now, now that I know what a helmsman okay, we'll, is, I, I, had, I had something totally different. We'll give right you a, f a few minutes to think about it. Um, Mike, who 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 is flying your ship? You, you At least you know what a helmsman is. Well, funny you should mention Sulu. Uh, oh. My choice is Sulu. <laughs> I, did not, so, I did not see so it So anticlimactic. That <laughs> came out of left field. Sulu, it's Sulu. <laughs> I almost went with Paris. Okay. But really? uh, you know, I, I picked Sulu. Hmm. He he knows how to how to handle that 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 stick shift. Really, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> really? You know, I didn't even mean that joke, and it came Are out you serious right oh now. My God. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we've now established that Mike does not realize when he's making a joke sometimes. <laughs> so, so Sulu, give us some more reasons rather than he really knows how to handle that stick shit. <laughs> he knows how to wield a saber. I was going to say he's got a hell of a sword. Good God. Plus, he's got a cool uniform. <laughs> I like his bowl haircut and his uniform. Are his are, are his quarters also immaculate? I've never seen his quarters. 
You know what? You're right. We I think we only ever saw uh, Kirk and Spock's and Scotty's quarters. We saw Janet's Rand's quarters once. Mm, yeah, that's true. But never Sula's. So we don't. We don't. Hold a lot of good that did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that that nonsense is over with, Chris, who do you, who do you have flying around the expanses of space? I got. I'm going with the new school on this one. I got Kayla De- Kayla Detmer nice. flying, flying the ship nice. because, especially in the last couple episodes, she's proven oh, man. something's going on with her. I'm not sure what it is, but she can pilot. Yeah, oh, yeah, she can. Even yeah. when they they were given the the new controls. When they mm-hmm. made their little jump to the future, Spoiler. well, yeah, can, yeah well, and then she, and then she also took over Book's ship. Yeah, she can to, fly anything. Yeah, and she's badass at it. So I got to go with Kayla Detmer. Yeah, and she's so like so far this season, she's like overcoming some hardcore PTSD. Well, I mean, the entire crew is, but of course, it's got to be ec- extra stressful when you're the one piloting around all these crew members that are. Your like their lives are in her hands right now. Not to mention, I already have flocks and trip on the ship, so I need a little less testosterone. That's true. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I need I need a, a woman on my crew. So, so so Detmer's it. Detmer, I I, I can take that one. I mean, it's, and, and if like even her her mirror counterparts badass. So mm-hmm. it's true. <sighs> I don't want the mirror. I don't want any mirror universe. Uh crewman though you just can't count on them that's true well unless you're out to fs up i'm trying to to cut cut down on mike's editing i mean i think uh giorgio maybe you know she she's back and forth she's she you know she talks a good game but i think she might be coming around a little bit Although oh, I also suspect I, that she's going to be dead here pretty soon. I also, I, I that, that I take it you haven't watched the t- tonight. I, I have not watched tonight. I, I have not yet. watched this. Oh, week's. you guys are in for it then. Good. <sighs> All right, my choice. Uh, Mike actually already alluded to it. I'm uh, surprisingly enough, being who I am, I'm going with Tom Paris. Hmm. That yeah. is a weird choice for you. Well, the, my thing, my choice for Tom Paris went like this. I want somebody who is not afraid to take a lot of risks. Um, if the captain's not around to basically tell him what to do, he can kind of take it into his own hands. Is it always the best choice? No, but he was, he was, he, but he was a Maquis pilot and then he came on to Voyager and then mm-hmm. he can, he could get you, get you out of some trouble. So that's the, that's the type of guy I'd kind of want on my side. Not so much when it comes to the way he treated a lot of the ladies, <laughs> but uh he was a little problematic there uh but yeah i'm i'm going with i'm going with tom paris with for, for this one so speaking of ladies i think <laughs> oh, oh no the best the, the thing that you want most in a helmsman right the most important quality the most important thing that you you can have in a pilot right is being able to escape, right? Being mm-hmm. able to escape from danger. Because if you can do that, that's really all that matters, right? Right? Because yeah, otherwise you're dead. So escaping from danger, dis- disappearing, right? Disappearing, not letting the enemy find you. I can't uh-huh. wait to hear what this okay. is. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Amelia Earhart. 
who was also on an episode of Star Trek Voyager. Was she? Hey, you're finally in the right franchise, Noah. Kind of. See, oh, I knew that. Oh. I knew that. I mean, that's why. That's why I said it. That you just something. messed up by 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 you. You just strayed from your formula without even knowing it. Think about it, though. <laughs> you know where she is? Have you found her? Does has anybody found her? Janeway found her. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, in 2018, nope. they found some bones that they thought might be hers. Yeah, I'd like to see that. They have no way to prove it. Prove it. True. They think that they could be hers. Mm-hmm. Could be. Pure speculation, I'm sure. Could but be. Just... They found her driving driving a Jeep with Bigfoot riding shotgun. It's not like she had a driver's license on her. With Tupac Shakur riding in the back. And Jimmy Hoffa? Yep. No, he was still buried underneath the field at uh shea stadium teamsters man teamsters that's who guys who got a medium Earhart. all right we're, we're we're getting to the little home stretch here um we are gonna go first officer now like second in command um who do you want your eventual captain's pick to kind of go to for advice who do you want in charge when the captain's not around um mike who do you got who, who do you got for first officer I went with Spock. I mean, because why not? The OG. He's Spock. (laughs) Because he's Spock. (laughs) What is Star Trek without Spock? Very true. So that's show with William Shatner. (laughs) And DeForest Kelly. No one knows who that is. And Davy Jones from the Monkees. (laughs) What? So yeah, I I went with Spock. I like his bowl haircut and his and his shirt. (laughs) <laughs> wasn't that already <laughs> i like his bull oh you said that about sulu too mm-hmm. okay. i was like wait didn't you already use that one no i think i think spock's an excellent choice he's like you, you kind of want somebody to like calm down the captain like basically if you have like a crazy ass president you want a vice president who's going to be like a nice calming calming force but yeah, but you gotta admit, Spock had some emotional problems. <laughs> I mean, he's out there throwing throwing <laughs> bowl soup. He grappled with some issues from time to time. I don't know. Let's see here. Naked time. We got uh, this side of paradise. Well, we that got, was drugs. Uh, Those were drugs, time. man. Still, man. You know what? But Spock on drugs is dangerous. <laughs> but he had some cool coveralls. The, the, what was it? Was it? Uh, this side of paradise where he sma- smashed the com- the console, <laughs> like just crumpled that that. Uh, no, that was a, that, that was naked time. Was that naked yeah. time? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. It Spock is dangerous. He can be. Yeah, the, 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 this side of paradise is when he was like uh, dangling from the tree. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> after thought, that, I was thinking after that, that after the flower was... spit in his face. <laughs> But wasn't he like taken away, like he was brought back up to the ship and he was freaking out? Or no, am I just, was that naked time? I don't well, remember. Uh, he, he comes back to the ship and and uh, Kirk insults him and tries to get him mad. Yeah, he's angry. Mm-hmm. And then that's mm-hmm. when he smashes the monitor. Oh, that's when he like, he, he picks it up over his head. And no, he just like, like crushes it. Smash it. No, he puts his fist to the monitor in the naked time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Crest crushes it like that, but then he's like threatening to kill okay. Kirk with a piece of the console that he ripped out. Okay. <laughs> he had it above That's his head. Right. All Spock smash. 
Well, at any rate, you don't want to make Spock Hulk out. You wouldn't like Spock when he's angry. No. Or a giant. Yeah. Like in, T- like in the animated series. <laughs> but you know what? That's one of the reasons why I picked Spock. Because oh, not you, only is you it... You picked Spock as well? I also picked Spock. He's a great okay. first officer. He, he's intelligent. He's also doubles as your science officer. But also, if you need a heavy by your side as a first officer, no better than Spock. That's true. He's got that Vulcan death grip. That well, yeah, he's got the you know the silent the the, the sneak up and pinch and you're down, but he also can you know <laughs> read your mind, read your mind, yeah, and too. probably put your fist put his fist through a, an enemy's head if he needed to. <laughs> which is a way which. I Which mean, actually Spock was more rare. Or less a pacifist, but yeah, I, I actually uh, rewatched a uh, Return of the Archons the other day, and I, I'd forgotten that in that episode he actually was throwing punches rather than just doing like the Vulcan mm-hmm. nerve pinch. I was like, "Ooh, Spock's throwing! Spock's throwing down!" Well, you can't nerve pinch. You know, it's it's more of a stealth move. <laughs> yeah, you can't really do it. High coming speed. at you from the front. Did he do a two-handed? Any any of this? Nope, that's just that's no. that's, that's strictly Kirk. That's signature Kirk. Oh, only Kirk. Yeah. I thought I thought Spock did that's, that at least. That's trademark William Shatner. Now, didn't they have like one episode where, or maybe it was animated series where they where Spock had the death grip or something like that? Yeah, it must he, have been animated. Series. It was like an instant kill or something. Ooh. And he was, I feel like there somewhere he because it was like some weird out of left field, you know? Oh, Spock can do the Vulcan death grip. <laughs> I was like, what? Maybe not. I'll have to look it up. Uh, I don't know. Fart. Google it. Let's <laughs> let's see. Let's see if anything comes up for Vulcan. It'd probably, probably be like a really bad, like hardcore band or something. <laughs> well, because there 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 is a band called just called Death Grips. Yeah. Oh wait, Vulcan Death Grip. Oh. No, it just immediately comes up. It's like, did, did you mean Vulcan Nerve Pinch? Okay. I don't know where. Maybe I just heard that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just it's just basically like you yeah, probably heard death grip. Ficti- yeah, yeah. 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 Memory Alpha is saying it's a fictitious Vulcan technique invented by Spock. Don't they call it the death grip in Spaceballs though? Wait, Memory Alpha says what? It was just it was just something Spock made up, and it was like it was like it was like oh, a rumor, yeah. just a rumored thing. He was faking it just to like scare somebody, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in like the the it, it basically looked like the looked like the mind meld thing almost. Yeah, yeah. Except okay. except he never actually used it. It was basically it was basically a bluff. Yeah. Okay. I knew I'd heard it somewhere. <laughs> All right. No no death no no death grip, but you know any guy that can put his fist through a monitor like. Like a like butter, like a marshmallow. <laughs> I want to have it my side. Oh man! All right, my choice for first officer. Uh, I decided I needed needed a, a little less testosterone on my bridge as well. Mm. Uh, so I am going with uh, recently promoted Sylvia Tilly. Oh, okay. Because damn it, I love Sylvia Tilly, and. It was a little weird, her like Saru picking her, just jumping straight from Ensign to first officer. I mean, it's still just acting first officer, but still, she is someone that she's smart as hell. She knows when, when a job needs to get done, she knows how to get the job done, but also she 
know also knows what it's like to be a lesser not a lesser member of the crew but a lower ranking member of the crew and like uh, she can have empathy for them and like knows how it is and can she's basically a little, just uh, a little inexperienced isn't she little bit but it seems like she's a, she, she's fallen into the role pretty well so far yeah. and i think I, I think with time she's going to be a badass first off it's it's kind of a spoiler alert don't you think <laughs> for anyone who hasn't seen this season well she's she's got to be the better than michael season. burnham do what she's got to be better than michael burnham a little less, first little officer. Less yeah well she's she she's not very uh she's very impulsive michael burnham just kind of yes. does what she wants to do which sometimes is good but that can lead but damn yeah it's kind of selfish <laughs> my my honorable mention for first officer is Riker. I would have gone with him if not for Spock. Uh, I think I have to agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Admirable, uh, a good guy to have. Plus, you know, Riker after he's gonna get you day, late. After a long day captaining, you can just go hang out and have a beer with Riker. You know, he'll swing over backwards in a chair, play some trombone, and just play some trombone and have a beer and just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think he he tried some like weird jazz lingo and he was like he was like uh uh wait a second we're we're going to the party let me let me whip out my bone you think he ever, <laughs> you ever he ever tried some crap like that you mean Riker or <laughs> Riker that sounds more like something Sulu would say <laughs> yeah damn it Mike <laughs> <sighs> all right Noah hold on. No, per, speaking of bad jokes, uh, <laughs> Noah, who do you got for first officer now that you've kind of got a little more of, a, of an idea of what a first officer is? Let me, l- let me guess. You're going to go with Snake Mountain. <laughs> uh, I'm a little confused by the, the, you look confused. the term first officer. Mm-hmm. Because wouldn't that be like, wouldn't that just be the captain? That's, I mean, it's first. It's the person who's first. Why would that not be the captain? Hmm. Mm. And the yeah. first officer would really be like second officer. Well, no, it's the, the captain, captain's. The captain would be first officer. And it's so, colloquially speaking. It's second the first officer, officer for the captain. It's the captain's first officer. Yeah. And, and the then captain have like- is the, is the head. Right. The so why is it not called officer. like the first captain? Okay. Let's just, let's just go with bestest officer. There's only one captain. Cap- captain's, so- captain's helper. Captain's helper. There you go. There you go. Sort of like hamburger, but captain. All right. Um, I've got three words for you then. Oh, I'm going to love all three. <laughs> Man at arms. <laughs> I knew I knew a Masters of the Universe one was coming. I mean, that guy can do anything. He can he can build robots. He has <laughs> arms. He can pilot <laughs> he has, things. He's he a mustache. He trains the Royal Guard. Got a, a hot a, daughter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because yeah. Tila was his daughter, right? Yes, Tila was his daughter. That's All good. Right. That's good. That's good. Man, I grew up watching Master Universe. Don't don't look don't look at me like, ooh, good job, Andy. No. Yeah, but do you, do you know who her mother was though? <laughs> Your mother. Do you know now? Do you know who Tila's mother was? No, I, I can't honestly. Ringer. <laughs> 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 oh, 
No, this should be green because Man at Arms is green and Cringer is green, so she would be green. Oh yeah, is that how that works? Wasn't that the chick with the with the like the eagle wings? It was. Yeah, it was the sorceress. The spoiler alert: the sorceress is her mother. Mm. Spoiler alert! Is that a forty-year-old spoiler alert you're throwing out there? (laughs) In case anybody hasn't seen it. They're, they're they're rebooting it next year and man that just like people may be watching it for the first time but now statute of limitations has run out on that one <laughs> you're fine you're fine go back and watch it then man at arms man at arms wait so let's recap real quick before we get to captains <laughs> noah has who do you have as a doctor the robot from Empire Strikes oh, yeah. Back. 2-1-B. Yeah, 2-1-B is his doctor. His mm-hmm. engineer is... Donatello. Donatello, Donatello. From, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Helmsman is Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart is his helmsman. And first officer is Man at Arms. Man at Arms from Masters this of the Universe. This is quite a crew you've got going here. Whew, so many universes. I, You're going to have to get I, to the I rights. I value diversity. <laughs> Apparently. If it wouldn't is, be... If, if, if it wouldn't be a complete spoiler for this episode, I would totally make the artwork for this episode Noah's crew. <laughs> together. You should. You should just do it anyway. Or what would be even better is just to do like the silhouettes of those characters, but blacked out with like the question mark. <laughs> yes. pull, up, pull that together. People people uh, be like, huh? I might do that, yeah. That would be great. <laughs> So let's get to captains. Let's do get to captains. Let's do the captains. The head honcho, the head cheese, the uh, the um, the captain. <laughs> I almost said another one, but I was like, mm, that's a little insensitive. <laughs> yeah, um, easy. Mike, who you got uh, in charge of this whole deal? My choice will probably surprise you. I doubt what? it. Oh, yeah? Who do you think it is? Sulu. <laughs> <laughs> It's Nog. No, uh, oh, I, I went with I went with Janeway. Oh, really? That doesn't surprise uh, me. Yeah, I, I, I like a I like a chick that knows how to murder a guy to get two guys back. Hmm. I mean, no, to I her credit, she did like... take out the Borg. And well, wait, no. we're... it was a convoluted storyline, but she is, did take out the Borg. Is that why she's in jail? <laughs> For murdering a guy, yeah. yeah. Now, are, 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 are we getting shot into the whole, to watch him die? Are, are, are we getting into the whole Tuvix situation here, Mike? That's obviously what I'm talking about. All right, so so she she had to make the impossible choice to rip apart her science officer and her cook or party planner or whatever his title was after they had melded in a transporter accident. And this has been debated so much online. Is Jason a murderer? Tuvix was the worst. Yeah. Tuvix was pretty annoying. To be fair, Neelix was the worst. So combining him with anything. And if, if we're being honest, it was to get Tuvok back. Not <laughs> That's <Neelix>. true. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh boy! I love that Noah just sits there and stares. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of fancy words you guys. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys talking about Twix bars? 
<laughs> so okay. yes, my my choice was Janeway. I think that she is a fantastic captain. I agree with that. And uh, you know, other captains would be a great choice too. But I, I like her motherly appeal. Mm. Interesting. Well, it, and plus she was she was put in motherly. Like, definitely motherly. is de- definitely one of the most unique Starfleet situations. Well, and and sure. and and looking at this, let me get nerdy here for a second. Um, for a Do second, <laughs> uh, this is just now you happening. You're just now yeah. getting nerdy. I, I I shifted my butt in my chair, uh-huh. so you know I'm serious. That, that that means he's extra nerdy. Yeah, when his butt uh, I mean, shifts, he's if, nerdy. If, if we really are looking at this from like you know the super nerdy viewpoint of like I want to assemble the ultimate like Federation crew, I feel like Janeway. Maybe with the exception of Picard, Janeway really tried the hardest to hold up Starfleet rules and regulations with her crew and how they operate. I mean, yeah, even even when she she, she didn't really have to anymore. It's like we got to do what needs to get done. So let's screw Starfleet regulations. Let's just do it. Yeah, they're 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 seventy however many thousand light years from from home they're not going to get home in their lifetime and she's still holding up like the rules and making them follow them even if it makes their trip home harder Mm, yeah which is why she has a she she, she now has a memorial built well not a memorial but a statue built for her down uh down about 45 minutes south of us in bloomington indiana plus i really like her bowl cut and her uniform is there really a statue ever in Bloomington? Yeah, yeah. They uh, they recently yes. unveiled it uh, just last month. We were supposed as, to play at the as unveiling Jane, as Janeway or as as Janeway. Well, because because you know how you know how we, when we went to Riverside, Iowa, that was like the future birthplace of Captain Kirk, and they had like the memorial, the, the mm-hmm. headstone, not headstone, but statue for him and everything. Uh, they, they did the same thing because uh, in it's Star Trek canon that that uh, Catherine Janeway was born in in Bloomington, Indiana. Really. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Now Noah wants to watch Voyager. No, I'm still not going to watch it, but that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of lots of Midwest Starfleet captains. Yeah. So you got Iowa and Iowa. and Indiana. I'm not I'm not sure exactly where Archer was from, but he seemed a little a little Midwesty. Little I've got to get kind of Wisconsin vibes from him. What? Well, except except for the water polo, that was a little bougie. Yeah. I- I think Archer's California all the way. Yeah, bro. <laughs> let me let, let me let me look it up. It might We're be somewhere. Using using the crap out of Google tonight. All there. I can ever think about with where people are from on Enterprise is that Trip is from Florida. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Because it gets lasered off. <laughs> my my sister was there. Oh, Archer's Archer's from from New York. Uh, okay, East Coast. Yeah. New York is basically California. It's like the cold version of California. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's it's cold California. It's more city-fied. Cold California. So we just <laughs> called it. <laughs> New York is just cold California. <laughs> that is the most accurate description I think I've ever heard of New York ever. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's the most accurate description I've ever heard from someone who's never been to New York or, or California. California. Or California. <laughs> hey, I've been to New York. Sure you have. I went there once. 
five years ago. Oh, that's right. I remember that. All right. Moving on to this uh, riveting discussion of Mike in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, who do you have in charge of this whole shebang? I went with Picard. Okay. The elder statesman. The, the winemaker. The winemaker. The diplomat. Not afraid to get into a tussle. Savior of the Romulan people now? Yes. Willing to take on three Nausicans. He also could match wits with a Q. He's just the guy you want commanding everything. Although I will say that my alternate would be Janeway. Because like Mike said, she, through impossible circumstances, maintained the what Starfleet is and brought him home. So... I, I, I really appreciate Janeway, but I got to go with Picard. Okay, I could I could definitely I could definitely agree with that. I mean, he was a uh, he definitely knew how to kept us cool, but he also um, was kind of willing to get a little dirty every now and then. Yeah, I mean, he would he 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 definitely didn't go on nearly as many away missions as uh, say like a Kirk or an Archer. Yeah, see, <laughs> but that's uh, the captain shouldn't necessarily go on away missions. You don't want the captain right. to go down, you know, to beam down and, and get, you know, lasered, shot, you know, get phasered or, you know, in a transporter accident or something, you know, right. <laughs> you want the captain to be safe on the ship doing captainy stuff. And yeah. then if he's needed on, you know, on the planet or space station or whatever, then, you know, send him down, but make sure, you know, send, send a Riker down first Clear make the sure way, everything's make cool. sure everything's copacetic, and then send Picard down. <laughs> you knew what was up. Well, I mean, unless it's, unless it's like a whole Darmok situation, then you're just thrust into it. Yeah, but see, that's a good point. Darmok, could anyone else, would anyone, any other captain have, have had the... Patience? The ability to figure out, I mean, you know, he's Shakespearean. He is well-read. Mm -hmm. He understands different ways to communicate, which makes him such an effective diplomat, I think. Yeah. And yeah. with Darmok, he goes down and has no idea what this guy is talking about. This guy speaks in like metaphor and he figures out how to communicate with him. And I don't think any other captain would have been able to do that. So Picard's got a lot going for him. It's, it's hard to argue against him. Um, I can even Janeway. I, I think, I don't think, I think Picard's still, Far and away, the best. Yeah, I can. I, yeah, I can. I, I'll agree with that. I mean, I, it's, it's he's he's definitely not somebody I would argue against. I, matter of fact, really, none of the Starfleet captains I would ever argue against. Yeah, they all had their quality that made them special. Not yeah, even that's Lorca. Like the, Lorca. Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. I, I thought Maybe. about throwing him in as a joke. But we, but we actually, we actually, we actually never really did get to see Prime Lorca. Prime That's Lorca true. might have been an awesome captain, but awesome enough to get killed and switched over from the universe, Lorca, <laughs> right from from the Baran, <laughs> the Terran, uh, Lorca. So yeah, yeah, I mean, he should, he he was probably fine, but not mm -hmm. good enough to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't have been that good. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't, we didn't I, spend enough time with Giorgio, you know, the, the right. Giorgio. 
Saru's been captain for a minute. So I, yeah. I like Saru a lot, but you know, we need to see more of him before I can say that he would be like my choice as a good captain. He's st- he's so green. I, I like his cat. I like his style, but he's super green. It, he's not anywhere close to Picard. <laughs> Let's face it. Well, speaking of Saru as a captain, uh, my choice for captain is Saru. Uh, <laughs> I no, I'm I'm going with Saru as a captain. He he has been first officer on Discovery for so long, and he he definitely has the experience. Um, when he was when he was promoted to captain, I was so stoked for that choice, mainly mm, because yeah. he he basically knew what it was to be oppressed. He grew up oppressed. He, he watched his race get killed off systematically. Um, and so he knows, you know, what Starfleet values mean. He knows why they're out there. He knows um, what it is to suffer and wants to, doesn't want to see that for any other race. But he's also values what he's learned in Starfleet like so much that he's just willing to uphold Starfleet's ideals. And right now in uh, the newest season of discovery, especially uh, he's really being tested as, you know, a newly minted captain and is basically still trying to like kind of slightly learn the ropes when it comes to like bureaucratic nonsense. Like he's, when he's dealing with the Admiral and the higher ups and everything. But so far I think he's going to be just like a fantastic captain. Plus it's awesome to have, I think it's the first that we've seen of like an alien race with uh, as a as a as a Starfleet captain. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I, I love so. Saru. Uh, I, I don't. Um, and I mean, I was jokingly saying he was too green, but he, you know, he's yeah. very new. And I mean, <clears throat> he doesn't. I don't think he ranks up there with Picard. And if I'm choosing the best, like for mm-hmm. my dream crew, I, you know, Picard would be who I choose. But that doesn't. That doesn't mean I don't love Saru as well as all the other cat. Like, there's no captain that, you know, primary, like show captain that I don't mm-hmm. like. Uh, I think they all have their qualities, their good qualities. My my runner up was Pike. Oh really? Yep. That's not that's a that's a good choice too. Like new Pike or old Pike? New Pike. New Pike. Like the cage Pike. <laughs> Yeah, not not Jeffrey Hunter. <laughs> the the one episode Pike, well, two episode yeah. Pike that we saw in the original series. I mean, uh, he he was great in in the little bit he was in, but mm-hmm. I mean, I mean Pike from Discovery and Stranger right. Worlds. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. yeah, actually, actually, my so my second choice was it was Cisco. But I actually mm-hmm. was surprised you didn't go with Cisco. Uh, I, I figured that would be your choice. I really had to go back and forth with that. But then I started thinking to myself, it's like, well, knowing how, how deep space nine ends and he's basically like, we don't know when he's coming back. And when, if he does come back, if he'll be called away by the wormhole aliens again. Oh, sorry to spoil like something that happened over two decades ago. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know, then now, you know, Hey, does, uh, that, does that happen in season four, Mike? Just keep watching; you'll get there. Keep, keep, gets, keep going. Is it that when it gets good? Season four keep, is that when it gets yeah, good? Keep, season keep three is when it gets good. You're almost there. Yeah, that's what Mike said. <laughs> you, you can't listen to anything Mike says. 
I, I'm, I'm learning that. But. Well, unless he <laughs> unless he decides to like shift his butt again, and then he gets extra nerdy and can really. Oh yeah, he, that's when he gets serious. Oh, he's serious. When I shift my butt, watch out! All right, Noah. Yep. Do you have any questions about what a captain is? No, I do not. Okay. I know exactly what a captain is. I know that I, I know that a captain is a leader, and that. If I'm going to pick the leader for my crew, that mm-hmm. it has to be someone who is both brave and compassionate. Um, it needs to be someone who um, is a great communicator. Um, and I'm going to make a connection, I think, to to uh, Mike's backup choice just a little bit. It's not my choice, but I'm going to make a connection because he talked about Pike and I think something that's really important for my team is to have someone, um, you know, have someone on the team with a disability. And if you go back to captain Pike, he was kind of one of the first star Trek characters that they had on the show that had a disability. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that's important for me to have on my team. So that's that I'm making a connection to Mike. Oh God, where um, is this going? The person, that I've chosen as a leader it might surprise you um, though this and I'm going to let you guess here but not, not out loud but I want you to think for a minute uh, start thinking about all these Star Trek captains um, the person I chose is bald okay mm-hmm. so I'm narrowing it down to two now right right uh-huh. but you're thinking you're thinking you know what I can't think of a bald captain that has a disability Right, you can't think about that. So what what you're doing now is you you're, you're <laughs> limited. You kind of have a limited mindset, really, right now, because you you're 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 too narrow in your focus. No, um, no, no. Was what was was the phrase? Was the word mindset another clue? Because be. I I th- because I know I know where my brain. I think I know where you're going here. All right, yeah. all right. Professor X, <laughs> yeah. Professor X, the world's most powerful <laughs> telepath, right? Leader of the X Men, you. There's hey, no buddy. There's no better leader to lead any team anywhere. I will argue that to the end. There's, hey, buddy. There's no better leader. Hey, pal. Hey, 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 Noah. Yeah. You know that uh, the guy that played Captain Picard, uh, which is his name's Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also Professor Charles Xavier. What? You know that's the same guy, right? That's so. I don't understand. I, I don't. I really. I mean, is 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 this a disappointment or is this just like? A, are you in shock from learning this information? I, I'm I'm just confused because I don't know who this Captain Picard is that you're you're talking about. Um. So like, I don't. You like. I think you're confusing things. I'm talking about X Men. I'm talking right. about somebody named Professor X. Right. That's okay. That's comic books, Andy. Like I know Mike knows what I'm talking about. He's in a comic book store right now. You probably don't know as much, Andy, because you're not like into comics and stuff. But like this is this is a comic book. Okay. Um, I've seen the movies though. Yeah. Well, the yeah, X-Men movies. They, I, Andy, they made movies of the comic book. Hey, Mike. I knew that. They made movies yeah. Of the comic book. Hey, Mike. In the movies, there was a. You know, earlier when I was talking about X-Men editing X-Men. out everything Noah it, says, it has nothing to do with this Star Trek. Good example. <laughs> I, I only I only heard Chris's aside. So, 
buddy. That's that's where I'm going to have to stop you, um, because I thought he was going to go with Captain America. I thought he was going to go with like Captain Underpants. I thought he was going to use like Cobra Commander or something. Really? Uh, well, but see, that was a commander, not a captain, though. True. Yeah. yeah. Was it, wasn't Destro actually in charge? Yeah, and he's bald. Or, or, was, or, or, it, or was it Serpentor? <laughs> Serpentor in charge? He seemed like Serpentor was never actually in charge. He, <laughs> you know, in charge. he looked like he should be in charge, though. You know what you should have gone with here, Noah? What? Charles. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been the ultimate. It's like he's a, he's a new boy in the neighborhood. I mean, it's, I mean, he may be a new boy in the he neighborhood. Lives downstairs. He lives downstairs. But you know, it's understood. He's there just to take good care of me. Like, like, like he's one of the family. Yeah, he is in charge. Yeah, he is in charge of our days and our nights. <laughs> That one's Ooh. for Stephen Frankie. Charles is in charge. <laughs> Stephen Frankie. Wrongs and our and they listen to this as they as they shake their head and <laughs> in dismay. I, I see. I want Charles in charge. <laughs> I want Charles in charge. Charge of me. <laughs> Key change. <laughs> <laughs> that's only for the end credits yes so, so now it may be a little anticlimactic but we're going to secondary crew members yeah i mean th these are kind of like the the ones where it's like it's like you know what i wouldn't mind hanging out with that person you know that person may be valuable in my life so does anybody else have a science officer well, my, my first officer doubles as a science officer, so I, I got it covered with Spock. I guess you do too. Yeah, I mean, I I suppose I do, but I also uh, I also assigned myself a science officer. Is it seven of nine? It is not seven of nine. Oh. Uh, it's data. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, you know what? If we're picking science officers, uh, I think I'd go with data too. I mean, who else are you gonna go with? Unless you go with Spock. I mean, it's got to be Spock or Data. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Seven to nine is pretty good. But she's not she was, actually a, a Starfleet she's officer. Not technically, but she's, you know, she, she's the one that worked with the, with the the board kids, and kind yeah. of figured out, you know, help. I, I don't know. I think she'd qualify. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, if if I had to pick a science officer, I would go with Jedzia Dax. Of course, honestly, because well, I mean, <laughs> one super duper smart. She has like all of the, her former hosts, um, and then also, I mean, she just seems like like after hours would just be fun fun to hang out with. Yeah, okay, and that's not just a sexual thing either. Yeah, if you like doing it with guys with translucent skulls. <laughs> wow. What was it? What was his name? Uh, Captain Bode? <laughs> Something like that. I got, I got a date with Captain Bode afterwards. Is that the one with translucent skull? Ew. Let's go back to secondary crew. <laughs> somebody, somebody that didn't wasn't necessarily uh, didn't hold a position the whole series, the same position, but they were, you know. Be good to have around. Uh, do you have anybody chosen for 
your security officer? Yeah. I, I've got I've got Kira Narice. All right. With, with a with a with a honor honorable mention of Shax from Lower Decks. Oh God, I love Shax so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I think Kira and Odo kind of go together, so I'd I'd lobby to have them together. I mean, he wasn't really security officer. You know, he was the the uh, constable. Constable, yeah. So, but he was, you know. He was kind of the driver of the security, but Kira, you know, dealt out the justice. Yeah. She was a little bit of a loose cannon, but that's okay. A little bit, but I mean, with with, with good reason, especially especially when it came to those damn dirty cardies. That's right. I, I would go with Odo if he were an actual Starfleet officer, but since he's not, I it actually can. think I would go with Yar. Ooh, old Tasha Yasha. I, you know, I thought about I thought about Tasha, but she was, man, she was definitely a loose cannon. Yeah, (laughs) you want somebody who's got it reined in a little bit. That's true. She she just was. uh, She was too impulsive. That's what got her killed. Oh yeah, in the you know in a mud puddle. They had enough of her, the showrunners. They're like, okay. Oh, no, she just wanted to leave. That's right. So they unceremoniously just killed her with a mud puddle. Yeah. That's what you get. I think I'd like to to give an honorable mention to Tuvok also for Uh, security. Whatever. I'm I'm just going to go with the cop out and just say Worf. Mm. (laughs) Even though though I did love Shaq so much, I mean, I, I would be sad... Because he he was definitely a loose cannon because he was always mm-hmm. wanting to just but let's fire the phasers and take out their engines. It's like <laughs> easy, buddy. <laughs> oh. He's you, want, awesome. you want somebody with that kind of drive. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it but what was really funny about that is that, is that he was also Bajoran. Yeah, so it's yeah. like wow, that's a it's a pretty violent attitude. Notice how both of my picks were Bajoran. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Def Kieran and Shaq's together as a team. Oh, oh. I just made something. <laughs> I just made something. <laughs> Was it a mess in your pants? A little bit. Do okay. you have a choice for a security officer, Noah? No. Somebody, it's like, basically, somebody that can just kick some ass. Noah. Like Starbuck. A, it's Starbuck, uh, isn't it? R- Roscoe P. Coltrane, maybe? <laughs> a Q, 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 Q. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I- if we're going with just straight uh, badass tussle in a fight, I'd, I'd go with Panthro, <laughs> most likely. And we're Thundercatting. Ho. Mm. I mean, the way he can handle some nunchucks. Did you say nunchucks? Yeah, he did. I call them nunchucks. Why is that? Because they, they make you numb. <laughs> you drop them on your toe, man, you can't feel that thing. That's right. <laughs> No, no, no. If you chuck them on your toe. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. If, if you give them to a guy named Chuck and he hits you in the head, <laughs> so, that's going to be numb. What's another supplemental, Mike? What the other ones you got? Uh, comms. Comms? Comms officer. Communications. Okay. What do you got? Uh, I went with Hoshi. Ooh. Hoshi. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. The originators that helped uh, helped uh, f- fill up that universal translator. Yeah. I forgot about Hoshi, but I went with Uhura. 
with Hoshi as a very close second. Uhura is my second choice. Yeah. Yeah, my mine was mine was also Hoshi, mainly because she, the, she again she was like one of the originators, and plus she was pretty badass with like f- like figuring out like you know like deciphering language. She was like, I know yeah. like I know like three words of that, and then she can start kind of piecing true. it all together. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, sh- shout out to Hoshi and the filling up that Universal Translator. The yeah. I don't really I don't know who Hoshi is. Frankly, it sounds made up. Like you guys just kind of made up a name and both went with it as some sort of insight. <laughs> is this from an anime? That's, that's fine. It's like a character um, from Mario. I would have gone with Hoshi, but I already have Flocks and Trip. You know, I mean, <laughs> you can only have so many Enterprise crew on this crew on this uh, crew here. Noah, can you can you think of anybody that'd be like a good communicator? C3PO. <laughs> he is a protocol That's, droid and he's fluent in he's Hachi. fluent in over six million forms of communication i don't think your hoshi can do that <laughs> whoever that is no it just made air quotes for hoshi uh, we're back to star wars <sighs> what else we need that happen full circle man full what circle. else mike that's no moon uh how about uh maybe a counselor if you have a counselor on your crew the only one I could think of was Troy. Uh, I went with Esri. She was a counselor? Oh, yeah, I guess Why? she was. All right, I switch. Esri. <laughs> no question. I, w- I actually went with uh, Dr. Uh, Miglimo. What? We got I, to see him in one episode of Lower Decks, voiced yep. by Mr. Mr. Paul F. Tompkins oh, himself. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, the, yeah. The, the bird doctor. Yeah. You're weird. <laughs> Dr. Miglimo. <laughs> All right. So now we're back to secondary crew. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, if you had to pick like a bucking young ensign. Oh, Mariner. Ensign now? Yeah. Uh, Beckett I, Mariner. I was going to go with Boimler. Oh, really? We, we kind of went opposite sides of the spectrum on that yeah. one. But uh, honorable mention to Tilly and to Harry Kim. Well, Tilly's no longer an ensign. Wesley Crusher. Oh, somebody, somebody had to yeah, go with him. You know, I think yeah. Wesley is underrated. I, I think underrated. that people pick on him too much. He was, an, he, he, it's because he was, he was, a, as he an, was annoying, as an annoying little kid, but he, he was, you know what? I got that impression the first time I watched TNG, but then I went back and watched it again. And I thought, you know what? He's not that annoying. He just is. No inquisitive he, he's really smart and no one understands him that's true which makes him seem annoying but yeah I, i'd have crusher no no doubt all right noah so for an ensign you have to, you have to, I, i'm just going to give you two choices so, so you don't have, don't have to think of one. Oh no 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 i got one. Oh no no one. okay but okay but let, 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 let me get this one out of the way first then real quick yeah, out of two right. choices that just like a thing uh do you go snarf or 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 uh, or Orco. <laughs> Andy, th- Orco, that, no question. That just shows you that you're not taking this very seriously. <laughs> that you're just you're just kind of making a mockery of this whole this whole trial fancy Star, fancy Star Trek thing you're doing and <laughs> your fancy football and your fancy Star Trek. Fancy is that what you think it's called? It's, it's fancy football. <laughs> isn't that what isn't that what you do? Isn't that what we're doing? Isn't that what you play all the time? You play fancy <laughs> fancy football Star and, Trek. I thought we were doing fancy Star Trek. It is now. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing my tuxedo. The, there's the name of our episode. Fancy Star Trek. <laughs> fancy Star Trek. <laughs> so, 
if we're if we're talking about young, underappreciated, um, you know, kind of kids on a on a starship, um, I'm gonna go with uh, probably Lieutenant Zach uh, Adama um, on the original 1978 Battlestar Galactica movie, oh. and. Wow. He's he's the youngest son of 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 uh, Commander Adama. Um, so you know he's he, you know Apollo's his older brother, and and uh, you know Apollo. Sun God? Uh, no, Andy. Um, <laughs> How dare you? How but, dare you? you know, so he he's he he's kind of always gets short in his stick. But Mike, do you know why? And this is just this is pretty much just for Mike. You know why I, I pick him more than in anything else? Oh sure, why? leave us out. Guess who plays him? Guess who the actor is who plays him? Your mother. Not Scott Bale. It's a good guess. You're close. The Someone guy, a little more talented than Scott Bale. The guy that played Shachi. Impossible. <laughs> Someone who also has a complete carded Star Wars, vintage Star Wars action figure collection in his house. I don't know. Seth Green? One, one of the best power pop rock stars on the planet also had a short stint on general hospital rick springfield rick really in <laughs> springfield yep really yeah really and he was on he was on Battlestar galactica huh he was in the movie yeah yeah he must have been young yeah he, he was he, he was commander adama's youngest son wow I mean, clearly, I mean, it doesn't seem like you've watched that very many times. I, I have not. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, of all of Battlestar Galactica, including the original series and the new, well, not new, but the 2000 series. Most recent reboot. Yeah. And whatever the spinoff was called. Caprica. I have seen exactly one and a half seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Combined total. Yeah. You watch like two episodes from each one <laughs> and, couldn't, and couldn't make it any further. I, I'd rather watch Buck Rogers. That had an Eagle Doctor on it, didn't it? Buck Rogers. I think you're thinking of Lost in Space. No. Buck Rogers had an Eagle guy on it. He had a, oh, I, oh, yeah. I thought you said evil. No. Well, I mean, everybody, every show. I think you're thinking of Flash guy. Gordon. <laughs> I'm talking about an eagle guy. Yeah, Flash Gordon had an eagle guy. Yeah. Or no, he was a, he was more of a hawk guy. He was hawk like, man. Yeah. No, ha Hawkeye was on Mash. Yeah. <laughs> well, hawkeye is part of the Avengers. <laughs> too far, Andy. You went too far. So. Oh, uh, sorry. Was that too recent of a reference for you, Mr. <laughs> Butler? <laughs> yeah. Way too mainstream, Andy. Way too mainstream. If I was going to choose a tactical officer, I would go with James Morehouse. <laughs> I have, yeah, definitely no James question. Morehouse all the way. No I mean, he, he, I don't, I don't I mean, even know what a tactical officer is, but I'm definitely going with, with Jim Morehouse. <laughs> I mean, he had, he had a shower of sparks rained down on him. His console exploded. Mm. He Damn nodded. Right. He nodded like a mother. Tactical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got That's it. all I know. That's all I remember. There's more to it, right? Something like that. Uh, <laughs> this conversation is starting to go nowhere. Um, I think that's a pretty good segue to wrap up 
this episode of fancy star trek fancy star trek <laughs> sort of like fancy football but for star trek <laughs> so you guys got any got anything you want to plug i'm gonna do, do do like they do on like wtf with mark Marin. you got anything you want to plug before we before we go we don't that's the end of the episode Do you miss getting new content from Five Year Mission? You should head over to patreon.com slash fiveyearmission and check out our Patreon page. As a patron of the band, you will receive access to rare and behind-the-scenes pictures and videos and other cool stuff. You will also have early access to many things, like video releases or new songs. You can sign up for different levels, from Ensign all the way up to Admiral. One of the perks of being an Admiral on Five Year Mission's Patreon is that you get to be a producer on this podcast. Currently, our producers are Neil Carpenter, Helen Lake, Debbie Rinke, Carol Jones, Becky and Roxy, Steve and Frankie Palopoli, Madison Rachel Jones, and Jim Morehouse. Your name could be on this list if you sign up as an admiral. So head over to patreon.com slash fiveyearmission now. As always, fansets.com is your home for all things pop culture pin-related. Coming out in January, they got some new Batman pins coming out from DC, as well as the newest addition to the Women in Trek pin series with Nurse Chapel. It's glittery. It's got the nurse's comb badge on there and everything. It's gorgeous. Trust me. Also, uh, just a little side note, they have been starting to sell the Lower Decks, Deltas, Magnetic, and Pinbacks, but they are currently already sold out. Same thing with both of the badges. And if you are ordering from Fansets right now, be sure to remember that they are running a little behind due to the coronavirus that is still ongoing. So expect shipment to take a little bit longer. So head over to fansets.com right now. Enter the code five year mission. That is the number five in all caps year mission. Five year mission. Get 15% off of your total order at fansets.com. Fansets. Our pins have character, and we thank Fanset for being the premier sponsor of every single episode of every single podcast on the Trek Geeks Network. The website will be back up and running soon. We had a guy Ooh, uh, back up and running. Uh, the store is currently not working. We got an email from a guy that uh, tried to order a copy a year four, and he said it got, it went crazy on him. Well, I am and then, in the and then I tried it too. Did they pull out a crowbar. Or? I'm in the process of building a new website. We're 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 switching hosting, and I'm in the process of building it. So it should be, it's coming along. It won't it won't go up completely. It's a- is uh, fiveyearmission.com available? Have they, have they ever released it yet? No. Nope. It, it expires January 4th, I believe. But it's I'm sure it's on that guy. That guy, whoever owns it, is going to run it. I guarantee it's it. auto-renewed. It, it'll auto-renew. Yeah. Like a jerk. So what do you want to plug, Andy? Absolutely nothing, because we have nothing going on right now except for this podcast. And we're all writing year five songs, right? Right? Sure. I've written right, one. Guys? No. Right. I've had lots of ideas. Uh, you know what? Our, we should just ask Patrick. He probably has all 16 of them already written. <laughs> True. And Rand recorded with a drum machine. So this will be the easiest album for me ever.
Hey, Andy, do you, uh, just speaking of which, are you, um, do you have like your new electro drum set set up? Are you, do you like use it? Yeah, I use regularly? it. I, I just need to get, uh, I am not electronically inclined whatsoever. I know I need to get a preamp of some sort so I can run it through my laptop so I can play along with things and also record from it. Oh, yeah. So I got to get that figured out eventually. Yeah, I went I want you to uh, I want you to figure something out for um, what's that first song on your five? Tholian Tholian Web. 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 Yeah, because I know that I know that what I have is sort of too long of a build, and I I've, I agree with yes. that. So I want you to like play with that and figure something out. So it's just it's still something that kind of builds, but a yeah. little a little more. And, and I'm thinking I might like cut the third verse and move it toward like the the coda part at the end okay so, so that right. the beginning part is shorter that it kicks into the faster part quicker maybe after the second verse to the third so look at all these first. like semi non-spoilers i'm giving for anybody mm. who's like trying to figure out this yeah it's gonna have verses and it's gonna have a build and what uh, he said something about a coda what's a coda we're doing codas now. C O D A coda. All right, Noah. However long you decide to make the build in Tholian Web, mm. I am going to make the build in Turnabout Intruder twice as long. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Okay. Where, where, where does the Turnabout Intruder come on on the album? It's the last song. Last, last oh, song. I'm not worried about it then. Oh wait, what's the second song? <laughs> I don't know. Whoever has the second song, I'm gonna make the build twice as I long. I get. I have second song. <laughs> Is that yeah. Winky Eye? Maybe I don't know. We're gonna make a secret track that's the second song. Oh God! You only hear it the first time through the album. The second time you don't hear it. <laughs> when you hit play and it's on zero, you have to rewind it. There you go. <laughs> track oh, ninety nine. Old school. Probably mention if we're gonna plug something, we should probably plug the Patreon. Oh so, yeah. yeah! Your mission as a Patreon. I am currently doing the Twelve Days of Christmas, <laughs> and I'm posting something for our patrons every day, starting three days ago, four days. Yeah. Today's the fourth day. And on well, Christmas, as as of this recording, I I had no plan when I started this, and I just was like, oh, I'll post something for twelve days going up to Christmas. And then it occurred to me I needed to go along with a song and have like, you know, the second day I had to have two of something and the third day to three of something. Mm -hmm. So oh, you, you know, started yourself on a yeah. path. So every day I'm like, okay, now dangerous. what can I do for four? <laughs> and so if you're not a page, if you're not on our Patreon, there's lots of there's gonna be a lot of stuff on there, never before and see there's already a ton of never before seen stuff. Yeah. I, if you, I can attest it's it's good stuff. Yeah, it's 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 well. Plus we filmed a lot of ourselves over the past ten years. Okay. Way more than I remember us filming ourselves. Way more than I remember. Way, way more than more. I remember. So there's just a lot of stuff, and I just can't believe it exists, but it does. And and if you are a Patreon uh, subscriber, then you uh, get first dibs on on some wacky wacky antics of. Mm -hmm. uh, some stuff that you can't see anywhere else because we only put it on there. And that's not to mention, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get a, if you are our, uh, at an admiral level, you get a personalized video from one member of the band 
once a month. Yeah. And, and maybe actually, someday it'll be from the whole band. If yeah, we can when get we're together. actually able to get back together again, then it'll probably be from, uh, from more of us. Multiples. We have a, we have a lot of fun making those personalized videos each month too. We do. I've I've baked bread. I've juggled. I've played with dogs. I've been driving around with my kids in the car. In some of them, you guys have played. Chris, and I, Chris and I have sat on a hay bale together. Yeah, <laughs> I I covered a muck time and <laughs> space seed. Yes, you did, <laughs> and they were both terrible. I don't, I don't I know. I covered the best word. enemy within and. Something else. Oh, uh, you, your your enemy within was so bad, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that was on purpose. I could barely make it to the end. If you guys want to see any of that, head over to patreon.com slash five year mission. That's the number five year mission, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. If you could join from any level all the way up to Admiral, and then I, you'll actually uh, be one of the producers of this podcast up at the Admiral level. So yeah, uh, head on over there. Uh, thanks to Trek Geeks for hosting this as usual, even though we haven't had an episode out in a little over a month, but we're back at it. Uh, we got some things coming up. I am currently attempting to edit together all of the 24 hours of FARC hourly updates. So that should be up here pretty soon as well. Uh, but until then, stay tuned. And we'll be back again here very, very soon with some more goofy he-Man, uh, uh, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtle shenanigans. So goodbye. Bye. Thanks for joining. See ya. I'm out. And bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Five Your Mission, the podcast. If any of you are interested in listening to more of our music, you can check us out on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes or pretty much anywhere that you can listen to music. Just search for Five Year Mission and we should be the first thing that comes up. If you would like to contact us in regards to the podcast or anything else that you want to talk to us about, you can email us at fiveyearmissionband at gmail.com. And for more information about the band, you can go to fiveyearmission.net and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Five-Year Mission, the podcast, is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.